This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today, it is the final episode of the news and why it matters. And you better believe we have a lot of fun in store for you. It all starts right now. Welcome to the final episode of the news and why it matters. I am your host, <laughs> Sarah Gonzalez. Was that better? Woo! Glenn Beck. Oh, not really. Glenn Beck. Not I have. Really. I've got the the OG crew yeah. here yeah, in the this, house. This is the crew that started it all. It is mm-hmm. Glenn, Stu, Pat. Because right. we were all hanging out in the hallway once, and they were like, "We need a show. <laughs> Go do it." <laughs> okay. Yeah, so um, it's hard to believe it's been almost six years. I was telling Stu this the other day. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was February of 2018 when we started this thing. And um, I just, I feel like so much has changed. Uh, You know, I look way older. You guys look great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You guys do look great. Yes. All right. Um, But I thought it might be fun to have you guys on and, you know, just kind of maybe talk about the show. But I also wanted to talk about what life was like when the show started versus what life is like now. So let's go. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, let's. So long ago. So let's let's hit inflation here. Um, In 2018, it was. 2.44, 2.44, and uh, it reached as high as 8.5 since Biden has taken office. It is now currently 4.3. Interest rates uh, back in 2018 between 1.5 and 2.5 percent. Mm. Why didn't I buy every piece of property on the planet? Right. Mm. And now, tw- well, you know, do you remember when I said? Uh, I don't know if I ever said this on the air. Do you remember when I went and I had lunch with the head of the Fed of Dallas? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. So for some reason, the head of the Fed of Dallas invited me to have lunch with him. And so we're talking, and uh, he's talking, and uh, he says, you know, you know what what Texas should do? And I said, no. He said, you're never going to have zero interest rate ever again from the Fed. They should borrow at least a billion dollars and put it away in the bank. Don't touch it because the state is going to grow leaps and bounds Mm -hmm. and they will have all of that money with zero percent interest okay and my response was but you have politicians they will spend that and leave Mm -hmm. notes where it was right Um, however if the fed knew that then the fed certainly knew that we were headed for high rates why didn't they renew all of the federal government's debt at zero percent why Hmm. Why? Could have done it long term. Could have done a long term with all this now. I mean, we're talking about trillions of dollars in just interest in the in the near yeah. future. Yeah. Um, and they didn't. And do energy that. and talking about you know where we were, um, where we're going to be in 2025. 2025 is when energy really starts. The the crisis starts to really kick in. 
Yeah, um, talking about energy. The car situation really breaks my heart because I have these dream cars in mind, and um, one of them is a, a Porsche Taycan. Uh, and, but they're all electric. They're beautiful cars. They're, they're all electric. electric. I'm, I don't want to buy, I, I do, I'm mm. just full disclosure, I have a hybrid. So I can build up charge it while I'm driving, if I would like, if I'm on a road trip or whatever, and then I can you know, use that charge and kind of save on gas. But it still has an engine with gas, right? So full ex- uh, uh, disclosure. disclosure here. I, I import cars from other countries that are old enough to not have to have all of the EPA stuff so I can burn <laughs> as much gas and as much smoke in the back. You're the reason. I'm the reason. For I'm green reason. energy, Glenn. Jeez. I mean, no, I, that's all ending, though. That's ending. It's coming to an end quickly. Do you think? Yeah. I mean, it has uh, to. I mean, so here's the latest. I, I got this from uh, a guy who uh, works with Lamborghinis. And they said, wow, what a difference the... The new Lamborghini show was, you know, where they get all the dealers together and they say, here's Lamborghini. And somebody said, uh, is all electric 2030 still your deal? And he said, everybody on stage was like, um, well, uh, uh, we're all, uh. and finally the executive said, we're going to watch what uh, the global administrators do and we will follow the regulations. Wow. Mm. But they were, they knew that it wasn't working. Right. And they're all, all of them are going away from electric. Yeah, there's just something Hydrogen very. Hydrogen is the future. Well, it's maybe, but I'm just saying there's something very unsexy about uh, an electric sports car. Oh, yeah. I, that car is nice, though. The Taycan is nice. I know, nice. but I just can't. It is. I, I agree. I, agree. Of the, I mean, if you're yeah. going to buy a Porsche, my gosh, aren't we relatable to the people? <laughs> what? Uh, I did say, by the way, it's my dream car. Yes, I don't expect if, if to ever be able to afford Porsche, one. You want that. Right. Exactly. You exactly. Know, that car in particular is, uh, it actually has an option to pipe in a like space age no. car sound. It's like, Nuh-uh. like yes, it's, I swear, <laughs> it's 100% a feature of that car, um, which is, again, a great looking car. But uh, I, I, you're right. It's like. I want to buy a. I'm gonna get an electric There's Porsche. Nothing like. I mean, I could just stand at a Porsche dealer and just stand there all day and just, hey, you should ask if you can start that car, and then just stand in the back of the car <laughs> to hear that. It's so great. I so I want to get through while I have you guys here. Um, I want to get through a couple more of these uh, right. statistics here. So I so the interest interest rates, as I was saying, between 1.5 and 2.5 percent in 2018. Now uh, 2023 was 5.4 percent mortgage rates. Uh, averaged 4% to 4.9% for a 30-year fixed mortgage, Where? now 7.31%. Okay, I was going to say it's 4%. No, it was. It, yeah, was. it was. It was. The border, 2018 uh, exceeded, this is apprehensions versus deportations. 2018 exceeded 500,000 apprehensions with 256,000 deportations. 2023, 2.4 million apprehensions with only 142,000 deportations. What happened? <laughs> I, I wouldn't say we're going in the right direction. Can I summarize the data you just mm-hmm. came out? Um, the news and why it matters has made America worse. <laughs> That, that we can oh, te- my gosh. The whole, the whole downfall has con- happened since Sarah got what on the air. What is consistent? Mm-hmm. What is the constant here? It's Sarah. Sarah, this show. I mean, we could be looking for a, a real turnaround here. We have a new show starting next week, and i got to tell you, 
Uh-oh. I'm against it. You're being pulling I'm the against plug. it, yeah. <laughs> ADL came out against you, you know, as a hateful bigot. And they just did it right before we went on the air, and I didn't have time. But my handlers are already doing oh, no. all kinds of stuff, you know, on the Twitter's thing. And they're saying Glenn Beck was forced to do the show with famed hate monger. <laughs> Yeah, because people really respect your, you know, your reputation. Yeah, the ADL really loves you. Oh. <laughs> loves you. Hates I've me, been, but loves you. No, they love to hate me. <laughs> yeah. I love hating yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am uh, on the list, the online amplifiers of anti-LGBTQ plus extremism from the ADL. Thank you. Uh, I actually, I really was, someone told me out in the hallway and I was like, Yes! I've been going for that list for a while, and I feel like I've just won you know, an award. The people that hate you has become kind of a badge of honor. Yes. It really, I mean, oh, oh, they're against you? Yeah. yeah. Good for you. Exactly. It means you're making a difference. So is Glenn on there? Is Pat on there? Who's on there? Um, I, Blaze Media is on there, so we all are on there. Oh, okay. Actually. And Tyler Cardone. Cardone? <laughs> Cardone. There, yeah. Cardone. My goal is to have a U.S. Marshal follow me wherever I go. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. they're already That's doing that. That's are all right. Doing that? Yeah, they're good. doing that. Okay. Yeah. You're good. So I just wanted to have you guys, if it didn't feel right doing this show, not ending the way that we started it by having you guys on for a segment and just kind of talking about uh, what the world was like then and what the world is like now. And um, there's a lot of uncertainty out there. Um, it's going to get worse, so don't worry. I'm not trying to make this some sort of a, you know, an uplifting experience, but I just thought You're it would... Dry your tears with a stack of $100 bills. Thank you. I'm going to go buy that yeah. dream car with this <laughs> fake money that I have at my table. Um, but it's just been, it's been really fun with you guys. Um, I remember, you know, it was just you guys bringing your top stories in, and Glenn's was like some obscure story on AI. Stu's was like some uh, statistics right. yep. that he wanted to go over. Chart. And Pat was just like, when can I go home? home <laughs> <laughs> and that's held true nothing really over changes. the years yeah, yeah. nothing yeah. really changes and and i did want to um mention for the longtime viewers you know we did have one other person aboard the show doc thompson oh. mm. um who tragically lost his life too soon and uh, just wanted to take a moment to you know to honor and remember doc thompson as well um he was an integral part of the beginning of the show and that's he right. was and is still uh very much missed so I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you being like, hey, we should start this show and we should let this, you know, dumb brunette uh, well, I've moderate. Regretted, I've regretted it every <laughs> time. Now you can't get me out of the building, so <laughs> joke's on you. Um, but I appreciate you guys and uh, all the work that you, you know, put into the show or didn't put into the show, I don't know, to, uh, <laughs> to help it become a success. And because I'm, <clears throat> I'm just an absolute, as you will testify now, an absolute raging alcoholic again. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have no idea what the company is doing, but I do believe there is another retooled news show that is hopefully in the pipeline. You can't be a, a, a media company and not have a news show. So that, yeah. I'm sure that that's coming soon. Yeah. So I'm anxious for your show Monday. Yeah. Wow, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, we are very excited as well. And I'm going to let these guys go do their own thing because they're really important and busy and have their own lives. Um, and then we are going to be back with, <laughs> with all new guests. We'll see you.
All right, I am now joined by Alex Stein, host of Primetime with Alex Stein, which you can find right here on Blaze TV, along with John Doyle, Blaze TV contributor and host of Heck Off Kami. Your hair looks... I knew, you know, for the final episode, I, I knew that I was going to be criticized for my appearance. <laughs> I don't... I Did I criticize? I said your hair. So And then you interrupted me. How the more toxic elements of media have <laughs> seeped into you to where now even you are judging me by my appearance instead of the content of my commentary. Well, I was just going to say I've never seen your hair it that long. It is style different. It is different. It's just... It's longer than I've ever seen it. And I haven't seen you in a while. And right. I'm wondering, are you okay? I'm doing very well. I'm doing so well. I don't have time to focus on keeping my oh, hair Oh, I like maintained. that. I, mean, I wish I did. I really wish I did, but <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm too busy making deals. Right, so. right. Backroom deals. Well, um, I just, I wanted to have you guys on the last episode of the show. You guys have both been integral. Oh, it's okay, Alex. <laughs> can't it's okay. It's going to be okay. Um, Alex, yes. you are mm -hmm. on the list with me. Yeah. The online amplifiers of anti-LGBTQ plus extremism. <laughs> from the ADL and okay so here yeah and I've got this too I can read Alex's as well but here's from the article Sarah Gonzalez another Blaze TV host because they listed Alex first additionally runs Defend Our Kids Texas a new anti-LGBTQ plus group designed to appeal to far-right parents groups the group is known for promoting and organizing oh no drag show protests <laughs> with the website soliciting citizen reports on local drag performances oh my gosh not a protest. Not a pro. By the way, they didn't uh, say the you know uh, the the all ages drag show protest. Not just a drag show protest. I don't give a crap. I'm not going to waste my time showing up with adults consenting adults doing that kind of garbage. But here's Alex's Alex Stein, a Blaze TV host, not only covers the protest but actually attends and instigates harassment against event attendees and counter protesters. Oh man, at one event, Stein was seen promoting Guardians of Divinity member David Nieves who was recently arrested for assault while allegedly harassing uh, gay NYC councilman Eric Butcher over his support of LGBTQ issues. Is that true, Alex? I mean, I know David. I, I've met him at an event, and he is pretty hardcore, but it's just so funny how they have to lie. Like, even in my paragraph, they don't really have anything other than a few YouTube videos of me, I guess, maybe instigating and making fun of some of the attendings, uh, some of the attendees at a Drag Queen Storytime for Children, guys. Remember this, the one in Fort Worth that Sarah and I went to that got millions of views and I knocked over a guy. That was Drag Queen <laughs> Storytime at a bookstore for children where drag queens were reading with thongs on to little kids, but were the bad guys for standing outside and saying this is wrong. So I don't know. I thought the ADL was all about anti-Semitism and now they're coming after uh, the child grooming stuff. It just looks very weird. It's very bizarre. Yeah, it was funny because when I, I heard out in the hallway, I was like, I haven't said anything about Jewish people. What would yeah, they possibly a... be talking to, about me about? So, well, John, yeah. hold on. Do you feel, are you embarrassed that you didn't make the list? Yeah. Okay, I've made plenty. I invented making lists, <laughs> first did. of all. I am you on, but I don't want to bring attention to it because you guys don't know the bear you're poking, you know? You're, I, I know. No, I don't like this. You guys no. are like, oh, you know, you want to like post it on social media and have this little martyr complex, and then you're going after the ADL and the SPLC, and they're going to like ruin your entire lives. I'm so. not going after Dude, them. They're I, going I'm after going me. I'm going to step out of the way. John, you're right, because getting on this list, that's how they start deplatforming you on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. I don't know how. I don't know you know it's kind of like a late wave but then they'll see that we're on this list Sarah and potentially they'll just strike us from where we're all, like they, I don't want to lose my Facebook I've had Facebook since I was in college like 
and just, I'm all gonna lose it all because I beat up some drag queens outside of You the didn't beat them up. <laughs> I beat one up, I did beat one up. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I knocked him over, he got in my face, and yeah, I, you know, I, you know. Wait, I was that the drag queen or the Antifa? That was the Antifa guy, but he was he was defending the drag queens. Remember, I kind of pushed him. That and was, was my favorite. But the, people don't realize in that video, and it went so viral, there's a step right there, so I didn't have to push him that hard, and then the step was in the back of his heels, and he just fell down. <laughs> and yeah, no, he was hurt. He was seriously injured, I think. I hope he was. John. Why have you stopped coming onto my show? We've missed I you. I haven't. I, I'm here. Uh, we are yeah. enjoying the final episode. The final one. Should I, should I not have come to the final episode? No, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. I'm happy glad you're here as well. I miss you, you, John. Thank you. What have Is you been up true? to? We spent a lot of Fridays together at this table. I know. I know. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Yeah. Very, very nostalgic. And Sarah's moving her all the way, what, like 20, 20 feet that way? That about way. 30 feet. Like we're never going to see each other again or something. I don't know. Are you going somewhere? I mean, no. I still want to have everybody on. Yeah. Uh, I, it's just going to be in a different location, and it's going to be a little bit different, maybe a little a little bit spicier, a little bit more of a Definitely Sarah spin. Definitely spicier. Definitely spicier. Stu makes fun of me and says that that picture looks like Miami Nights. It does, and you're definitely, you know, that's called uh, black fishing, what you're doing right there. Is when what? You're, yes, it's when a white women try to look like they're black. You've never heard this? Like catfishing? You're black. Why am I trying to look like I'm black? I don't know, but you are. You're black fishing. Yeah, that's that's white. I know you black fishing. You make a point. I've never called you out on this, but I think I will for the last episode. You make a point every time you tweet the emojis to use the brown one. One million percent. Instead of just neutral yellow, you make a point, and you are white passing. You make a point to do the brown one, which is darker than you actually are. And I see it's like one thirty, and I'm scrolling Twitter, and I'll see that, and I'm like. (laughs) No, so this is how I know that you like to blackfish. One day where I was sitting on this set, it was a Friday, and you'd put on self-tanner that made you black. You were a black like Ariana Grande. You looked like a bodybuilder that day. And, and I don't even know if that's legal. Like, you had to order that online. I don't think they sell that self-tanner at the store. You were dark, so. First of all, it look, <laughs> it was a tanner that I was not planning on the bronzer being that dark and reflective yeah. in these lights. It was a mistake, okay? But I... The next day, I did look really great. Yeah, you look good. I'm not even just, it was just the first day when you put it on, and you're like, whoo, okay. We just got to get through this one day. And everybody looks better with a tan. Like, I'm stressing out. By the way, we might revisit that later. What, the tanning cream? We might, re- we might revisit that I need day, to tan. That I'm episode. Not, oh, really? Because I'm not trying to brag, but I'm about to be on a yacht with Tim Pool, and I'm really bad oh because gosh. I've gained 30 pounds since my boxing match, and I'm white like a ghost. The selfies are not going to look good, so I need wow. a blackfish. Tim Pool, I mean, he's also a paler gentleman. He's not so. going to take off his shirt. He's going to play video games the whole time. I'm not worried about him <laughs> take off his hat. I, he's probably not going to take off his beanie either. But I'm going to be talking to the chef. I'm going to be, you know, in the galley. I'm going to be doing backflips off the boat. Right. I'm not worried about Tim. He's just kind of the, you know, he's the guy that put it together. I'm the guy that goes to the party and have the fun. All right, so I want to get a little bit of, of news in here uh, for the final show. Of course, we, as of the time of this taping, this things could change, but the deadline is today for Texas National Guard to stand down. There were reports, I think Laura Loomer, so take that you know, for what it is. I'm not, she didn't share her sources. I don't know where she got it from, but she said that there were reports that uh, Biden was going to send the military down there uh, to force Texas National Guard to, I guess, get out of the way, remove the the razor wire. So as of the time of this taping, this is still in flux. Um, But John, what are your thoughts on the latest development? Her statement on that makes me think that it is more likely to happen than I would have thought maybe a day ago. But I still think it's more likely than not, not going to be escalated, simply because 
while you've got the sort of like theater kid class of political operatives in DC who want blood and they're really immature, the sort of swamp elders who know the game and know how it's played, the remnants of the people who built our political system the way it functions now, they know that they can't afford to be seen sending federal agents to literally stop Texan uh, National Guard from enforcing the laws that they're deliberately not enforcing, especially with a president as unpopular as Joe Biden is. And so I also think that they know that they can't at the same time cover it in the media because then once word gets out more, those theater kids, those lackeys, they're going to want blood. They're going to want, you know, to pretend that they're General Sherman going and killing all the evil white people. So that's why I look in the New York Times front page, the media yesterday, they weren't covering this at all, even though everyone mm. in our series is like, this is a huge development. They know that they're going to take, I think, a short-term L because they're going to send signals of weakness which red states are going to pick up on. But I think what they're banking on is keeping Trump out of office and then re-consolidating uh, their power over the red states once Brandon gets back in. So I think they're willing to sort of take the L for now, knowing that, you know, long-term, they're probably just going to clamp down even harder. Yeah. Um, last well, word, They, they asked KJP if they would take over the Texas National Guard, and she didn't say yes or no. So yeah. I do think there is going to be a conflict down there of some sort. I mean, look... It it's all, it's all coming to that, right? Like, it's, gonna, it's going to have to come to a head sooner or later. Why not happen sooner? Uh, all right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. But we want to thank our sponsor, the segment Preborn. So last year, because of you guys, this audience uh, from The Blaze, Preborn's network of clinics saw over 58,000 babies saved. So thanks to all of you who have made donations. Uh, let's continue to support Preborn. For those of you who don't know who Preborn is, they actually are standing on the front lines of the abortion battle. So they've got their clinics positioned, oftentimes right next to, like, Planned Parenthood's, uh, where women are going in and they're being sold lies. They're being told that this is just a clump of cells. Don't worry about it. They're being told, oh, no, you're not going to regret this later. It's going to feel fine. And they go into preborns clinic instead, and they are shown the truth, which is that's a baby. That's your living baby inside of you. And when they hear that heartbeat, oftentimes it's life-changing. I know it. I've heard it as a mother uh, twice, and it's been life-changing every time. And it actually, they find at Preborn that once the woman sees their baby on the ultrasound, they're like twice as likely to choose life. So $28 a month, $28 is the cost of an ultrasound. It could be the difference between the life and death of a child. If you can, we would appreciate uh, your generous donation over at preborn.com slash Sarah. That is preborn.com slash Sarah. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. I am now joined by Matthew Marsden, actor and producer extraordinaire, and Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, um, both of whom are, I consider, uh, very dear friends. And part of the reason for that is the relationship we have, uh, you know, um, gotten because of this show. So okay. I just want to tell you guys, thank you for being here and showing up. And Are you trying to make me cry? Is that what's going on here? A little bit. <laughs> Is it working? <laughs> I, I mean, I really, I mean, I, I really do. I, I appreciate both of you and uh, the friendships that we have, uh, that we've grown. And I'm so glad you moved here from California. 
I know, right? It's crazy. Draconian California. Um, so I'm trying to keep it this news related, but we were talking before the break. Like, Jason goes, so are we like actually doing a show or are we just like screwing off? <laughs> and then they were like, actually, we kind of just screw off anyway, regardless of whether we're doing news. So I expect this to be no different. But I want to get back to, I was just talking with Alex and John about the border. I want to get back to the border here. Um, and I want to play for you. Now, there's 25 governors now who have signed a letter in support of Texas. I don't, I'm not like a math girl, but that is half the country when you talk about the states. So that's a lot, a lot of support for Texas's move. Can I check your math really quick? Thank you, right? Okay, thank you, thank you. I did, I don't math, so I appreciate you double checking me. Um, I wanna play here Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt talking about supporting Texas. Uh, I believe this was yesterday, watch. The former president, uh, Donald Trump, has suggested to all the Republican governors out there, uh, send members of your state's National Guard. In your case, Governor, it would be the Oklahoma National Guard. Send them down to Texas to help Greg Abbott. Are you going to do that? Absolutely. You know, I've done it once before and we're looking. I already talked to my tag, my general Mancino. We've already started putting the numbers together. Uh, we'll be in contact with Governor Abbott. It's not just Oklahoma. Governor Abbott told Tucker Carlson that 10 other states, so nine other, including Oklahoma, have sent National Guard to the Texas border and others will follow. Abbott said he is prepared for a conflict with federal authorities. I have goosebumps right now. It's pretty awesome. I have goosebumps right now. It is. I mean, it is and it's not. Like, I don't want violence, but it's like, it's about damn time yeah, that the state, yes, that the state finally stand up for its own freaking border. I had someone on X today say, well, you know, the, the border problem is the Republicans' fault. And I'm like, Biden is literally mm -hmm. telling Texas to cut down the razor wires that are stopping people from coming in. And it's somehow a Republican. Now, listen, we all know the Republicans, as we said before, they should have done more. They should have done, fixed this before. And, and no one wants any kind of conflict. I, I don't ever think that it will come to that. But it is uh, like I put out yesterday, I said, listen, as an immigrant to this country, I love the fact that these governors are saying, hang on a second, yeah. we love this. Because that's what it comes down to, right? We love this country, we have to have borders because if you don't have borders, you don't have a country. It's yeah. as simple as that. So to me, finally, people are standing up and actually backing Trump, right? Because most of them were like, hey, uh, you know, before, mm, oh, I'm not getting, now they're like, no, 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 we, we've got to do this because Guys, if they're actually coming together and doing it, do you understand how bad this situation really yeah, exactly. is? Exactly. Like it's way worse than you really think. Yeah. Right. Like you're. We are talking about the federal government coming in to possible conflict with eleven states' national guard. That's. I hate to say it. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say the c word. I don't want to say it. No, I, and I don't think you have to. Like, okay. We, we talked about this on Wednesday, and what was the thing we said on Wednesday? We said that this is great, but only if it continues, and it could be a watershed moment. I don't where think more and more states yes, on board. That's happening, which is cool. Because I don't think, at the end of the day, I do not think that Joe Biden, in an election year, wants the optics of his regime, his own, you know, border patrol or military or whatever. Being the one to 
you know, uh, engage in the act of violence first. Yeah, no, well, you I, don't want that. Yeah, and in that interview he, that uh, the governor did with uh, Tucker Carlson, he specifically said that it, he thought it would be a bonehead move from the Biden administration to federalize the National uh, Guard, which I think is true because when push comes to shove, when you corner Biden and ask him or anyone in his administration, why did you federalize? Is it because you want to continue the, the, for the border, uh, the, uh, the border to be open? Is that why you're doing that? Like, why are you going so far to keep letting people come in? And that's the main issue right now. It's now past inflation. The border and immigration is past inflation as far as the number one choice of or issue people have right now. So this is not going away. And but by all means, I mean, I think they are ready. Like if he did nationalize, what would happen? Well, you'd have all these other National Guards coming down from other states. I don't think it would come to violence because even people that you talk to on the border, they say that it's not the rank and file Border Patrol that are the issue here. It's all the upper level bureaucrats. That's where the issue is. So if you go down to the border, you will find Texas National Guard and Customs Border Patrol agents working hand in hand, working together. They don't have an issue with each other at all. So yeah, by all means, someone in the Biden administration say, no, no, you go by any means necessary, you go push past them, they're not going to do that. Right. It's not going to come to that. Yeah, I mean, you would think that they didn't sign up to join the Border Patrol just to process these people in and fist bump them as they walk across the border. Yeah, well, also, a lot of them are Hispanics. That It drives them yes. bonkers. I yes. mean, you know, on, on multiple different levels, because, number one, they came here, the majority of them, right, came here, they came here legally or their parents came mm-hmm. here legally. And then they're also seeing people die. Mm-hmm. And, and it's... It's because, you remember, come, come, you know, you guys can come. And they're sitting there going, hang on a minute, like, what are you doing? I, I think that every now and then we come across something that is just clearly black and white, right? And it's black and white. You either have a country or you don't have a country. If you don't have borders, you don't have a country. It's just as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. And so people are looking, they're saying, you can't just let anyone over. And by the way, and I'll say this a thousand times, and it gets me really angry, so I'm not gonna get mad about it. But when we get hit by a giant friggin' terrorist attack, right, which is coming, by the way, it is coming when we get it because these guys are just walking across the board. Did you see in California where they they came up with a boat? Mm. I'm like, what is, and it's right down there, I think that was down there. La Jolla, if ever you've been down that area of the world, like, the, here it is. There are giant, giant marine operations out there when they, they, you see all the operations going on as they're doing like fake landings and stuff. This could be a bunch of Iranians coming in. Now, we haven't seen it, thank God, in America right now, but we've seen it in Europe and in, in Africa where they've pulled up like that and they've come out with AKs and they've just been slaughtering people. It's going to happen mm-hmm. and it is squarely the responsibility of these people. They're like, it doesn't matter, just let them in, just let them in. Mm-hmm. And this is a clear and present danger to the security of our country. And I don't, I don't look at that. Yeah, did, mm-hmm. you, did, you hear, did you hear the commentary from the guy shooting the video on that? He goes, I see that they, they, he showed how they just leave the boat. And he goes, yeah, they just abandoned the boat and everyone hightails it into the, into the city there. But he goes, I've, I've never seen it actually happen. I always see the boats they leave. So this happens all the time. Wow. Those who walk in their dog and they'll see all these like, you know, illegal immigrant boats. Just, they just leave them there on the shore and they just wow. take off. 
well, um, you know, who <laughs> agrees with you about the grave danger uh, that this country faces are at least 10 former FBI officials who issued a letter expressing grave concerns about the threat posed by this border policy. Uh, the letter highlights the large number of military-aged males entering the United States with unknown backgrounds and intent, and they say they find it alarming that suspects on the terrorist watch list have been apprehended. And they warn of a terrorist attack on our soil, similar to that of the Hamas attack in Israel on October 7th. I mean, this, it's, it, re, it literally is just a matter of time until something like that happens. It's, do I have time? Real quick. It, it so pisses me off that, that day one of the Biden administration, when he did that big spectacle of signing all those executive orders, yep. and that was just taking out all the stuff Trump did. Mm -hmm. Much of it was the border stuff. Mm -hmm. One of them was like the Houthi de de uh, designation as a terrorist group, which he got rid of just because out of spite. Trump did it, right. Th yeah, but now they've redesignated him mm -hmm. and now they've looked at some of the executive orders like, you know, some of the other stuff and said, oh, now we're going to help build the wall. Quietly re-implementing them because as it turned out, they were pretty damn good ideas. Um, all right, we got to take another quick break and we will be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So if you are one of millions of Americans who, you know, you live in pain, maybe it's your neck or your back or your knees and you just think that's how your life is going to be now, uh, you don't have to live that way. Try Relief Factor. It's an all-natural anti-inflammatory and it actually works. It's worked for me. It's worked for Jason, who was in the military and had horrible knees, um, and he couldn't run anymore. And he was able to take Relief Factor, what, within a couple weeks it started working? Yeah. That's what, so, that's, so this is what they say. Within three weeks, they have this three-week quick start that I'm about to tell you where to go to get it. Within that three weeks, if it's going to work for you, it's going to work within that three weeks. And 70% of the people who go on, um, who order that three-week quick start, go on to keep ordering it. It's working for that many people. So the odds are in your favor that it's going to work for you. And if it does, it can be life-changing because it'll get you out of pain. I mean, Jason used to be a total jerk to his whole family. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's still a jerk, but his knees feel great. My knees feel fine. <laughs> Make sure to go to relieffactor.com. Get that three-week quick start. It's only $19.95. They also have a guarantee. So you're, you have nothing to lose except your pain. It is relieffactor.com. We got the whole gang here. We've got, uh, they've never let me have four people at the table, but now I do. So Matt, Alex, Jason, John, um, I want you guys, we, we did a montage of the show just to give it a proper send off and I want you guys to watch. Hi, and welcome to the news and why it matters. We are so excited to be with you today. Digging into the news and why it matters. Why should you care? We're here to tell you. So, Glenn. The last thing he did was Pirates of the Caribbean. It's run for 51 years, okay? Do you know how many women and how many girls we have affected and harmed? And they are still all, they, they might be 46 years old, but they are still crying seeing the rapes of the pirates, seeing where they're selling them for brides. Now, hashtag. selling wait, they're selling the, the women in the ride for brides. Oh, okay. The, okay. the real the real women. N no, 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 no. The robot. <laughs> don't don't please don't. <laughs> I am I am here to protect you, okay? You're apparently too damn dumb to protect yourself we'll from you should... these robotic pirates <laughs> who have been selling the same women over and over every two and a half minutes for 51 years, okay? So they're they're pulling them out. They're pulling them out. They're no way. Yes, they are redoing. Now, wow. the pillaging, 
Fine. <laughs> Raping? No. No. You don't know this. These two gentlemen know this. I used to be like really fat. She was a fat. I was there. Yeah, that's me, the number 10. Yeah. The oh, giant wow. number 10. Would you even recognize her? No, that is unrecognizable. Yeah, that's so that crazy. Was, that was me. Uh, so I do know the struggle of weight loss and having to, you know, watch what you eat. Here's the craziest like thing. That. That was me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Many surgeries yeah. later. Wow. Yes. Many surgeries Many later. Many surgeries later. <laughs> For some reason, he wanted to go the other way around. Yeah. This is how. They should put that in. I think Trump is hilarious. The most perfect phone call. <laughs> We're going to remember it as the most perfect phone. You've never had a phone call as perfect as this phone call. Alexander Graham Bell would beg to have a phone call like mine, okay? It's perfect. It's just so perfect. I went to the bank to draw out a month's worth of money, and I came out with twice as much. I don't know how that works, but apparently if you wear a mask in the bank, they're very gener generous. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, think it, I don't think this will bother anybody. Joe Biden. This is falling off. Of course he doesn't look healthy. His chin is his chin is melting. Yeah. We need to get this guy to a doctor. He grew <laughs> testicles on his chin. <laughs> <laughs> it help him. Somebody help look, him. Look, it's hot in Israel. The silicone's melting. You know, it's it's the mask is melting. Mm. Somebody pull pull it back behind his ears. Get the staple gun. The, the deep. Glenn, what was the top story? Well, I have two. Okay. First one, Sarah's getting married. <laughs> Congratulations, wow. nicely done. Thank wow. you. Congratulations. This yeah. is this awesome. is the I mean, top look story, at the, I think. I mean, oh, look at the God. ring. I mean, I Ooh, wish shiny. it was an oil tycoon. I have a little announcement I need to make. I posted on social media, but for those who missed it or perhaps do not follow me on social media, you should. That's the announcement. Just kidding. Uh, my husband and I are expecting a little one. You know who stole your lunch. And that person has said, everyone else knows that someone stole it. They see you come out of the little tape viewing. Why do you, do you, throw why do you keep looking at Pat when you're- No, no, I just say this because I, I know the pain of having somebody steal your shrimp fried rice. I have also experienced this loss. This was just a few days ago, right wow. here at the Blaze, uh, the Mercury Studios, wow. Dallas, the Blaze. Wow. Um, mm. Get their kids the heck up out of that public education system. I don't know what more I can say about this other than get your kids the hell out of these public education systems. I mean, it's... Eric's like, I don't really care what it does. Get Man, your kids the, the hell out yeah, of public yeah, schools yeah. either way. I want to introduce you guys to uh, my friend, Jose. This is this will be Jose, and he will be joining us uh, for the day. And I am Hispanic, so we can do this. It's still allowed. Chief researcher for Glenn, who unfortunately is on. I mean, inflation is really affecting Jason because he can't even afford sleeves today. Inflation is affecting my shirts. He can't Crazy. even afford the shirts with sleeves. Happy St. Patrick's Day uh, today. We bring you a token Irishman, John Doyle. Here to offer the Irish perspective. Yes, but John told me I'm just this culturally is, appropriating. That's I don't not know. what I said. You can culturally appropriate all you want because Irish people don't care. The problem is that you're like a 20-year-old college girl who's like, I'm going to wear green and be festive today. Whereas I, the actual Irishman, am wearing an Aran wool sweater. The best wool in the world comes from the Aran Islands where I, I visited, uh, what was it, three summers ago. So like, this is like actually what Irish people would wear. And you're just like, yeah, uh, green. That's Irish culture, green. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. I'm just 
trying to host a show while Alex Stein here is just, he's just talking. You're trying to compete in a bodybuilding contest is what Sarah's trying to do. She's competing, so everybody throw your support. It's an online contest. Sarah's gonna win. Oh gosh, you know, Pat and I have had a movement for a long time trying to surround ourselves with as many trans people as possible. Mm. If you are the same gender that you were born with, we completely reject you. Um, We switch almost daily. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like frogs. Mm -hmm. We have 97 trans friends. (laughs) Really? 97. At least 20% of everyone they know. How do you decide That's just in our neighborhood. Yep. Yeah. We moved into 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 the same trans neighborhood. A gated community that will only allow trans people in. And us. Do you like my wreath? I do. I like your ball balls as well. That's what they're called, right? Aren't they ball balls? These are ball balls. Those are ornaments. In England, they call them ball balls. Ball balls? Bubble. Not ball balls, not ball balls. That's like you're saying ball squared. B a u b l e s. Ball balls. You're saying ball I'm balls. It. It's the most ornament. Conversation is that. It is absolutely. Let me just tell you, the money that I paid to the government today was bull. Can we start over? I just burped. <laughs> Farted and burped on your sizzle reel. <laughs> I didn't fart. I, know, I blew a raspberry. No rumors. Um, all right. And I'm also told that there are a couple people who couldn't make the episode who wanted to send a proper farewell to the show. So here's that. Hey, Sarah. It's your old buddy, Chad. Remember me? Yeah. I always knew this day would come when there'd be no more news, nothing left to talk about, nothing happening in the world. We finally solved all the problems and you can quit this show. You don't have to do anything. You can retire like me and just walk down the street and go find the geriatrics to talk to in the grocery store. Ha, ah, but I digress. Oh, this is the wrong video for that. Listen, I'm glad you're going on to some new things, bigger things, greater things. Time to take over the world. Go get it, girl. Sarah G. Spicy. I love you, girl. God bless. Rock and roll. Hey guys, Yaku here. This is a shout out to the news and why it matters. It's a salute to you, to all the crew, previous and current, led under the beautiful leadership of Stephen, to a most excellent network that supports us in speaking truth and doing so boldly, and then to the world-class show host, Sarah Gonzalez. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, Well done uh, to the News and White Matters. You ran the race well. You finished it strong. And now it's onward and upward to new things, bigger things. I believe God is doing something new in 2024. And what better than to see a show called The Sarah Gonzalez Show Unfiltered. And I cannot wait to sit at that table with you, Sarah, uh, with other amazing guests. And what amazing guests we've had over the years. So thank you for uh, having me as a part of the News and White Matters moving forward into your new show. Congratulations. God bless you. Uh, it's been a great honor and it will continue to be. See you at the new set. Aww. I almost cried. <laughs> but I didn't. So still get to maintain that black heart that everyone says that I have. <laughs> Um, so all of you guys, I'm sure you noticed, were in that montage. It hurt to see Doc on that. I gotta say. I know. <laughs> and the, the, I would not be in on this show if not for Doc, actually. Because I remember he always had something going on, or he was always traveling to do something. He just didn't want to do the show. He's like, ah, I'm busy. But Sarah would always run in and go, hey, Jason, can you film for Doc today? And I'm like, sure. Eventually, yeah. it was just like every like three days a week yeah. or something. Yeah, <laughs> probably Fridays, too, um, yeah. especially, because I'm sure he went back to Arkansas. 
yeah. where his family was. So Such an amazing man. Yeah. Such an amazing man. I will say Alex was right. Did look like a bodybuilder. You did look like a bodybuilder. <laughs> I was right. And I have to say thank you. I wouldn't have a job at the Blaze if it wasn't for Sarah in this show. It, so. That was a mistake. I know. That was a bad <laughs> mistake. I so you people regret that. that. <laughs> a lot of people regret that. Too late now. Got a contract. Sorry. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send all hate mail my way, I guess. All right. We got to take uh, one more quick break. We'll be right back. I can't believe we just were almost through the entire last episode of the show, and I didn't even think to bring any alcohol out here. Mm, that was the only reason I came, because <laughs> I heard that was going to happen. Rookie really? Move. Yeah. Rookie move. Shame on me. Well, First I'm show? First show of the new one? 100%. Yeah, we're, we're going to pop drunk. champagne on the... <laughs> <laughs> the, the sober one says we're getting, we're getting wasted. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, all of you are invited to come to this new set, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun there. It is, again, um, in the 7 p.m. Eastern hour rather than the 6 p.m. Eastern, which means we can just get a little spicier, mm-hmm. as Alex knows. All too well. It's going to get very spicy. We're not going to be painting any pentagrams on anything. No, and I wouldn't do that on my set either. Somebody else did that. That's a rumor. <laughs> Even though you saw a tape of me doing it, that was not me. That was AI. John, are you awfully quiet because you're so upset? that? This I, I don't think I'd be able to speak without uh, losing composure. You think? I, I think that that's true. As, as much as I may have a black heart, uh, th- this show is so much fun. And, and to think that I won't be able to sit right here and will instead have to maybe sit over there is just... <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, let, let me see if I got this working. We should be celebrating. Oh, yes. wait, oh, oh it doesn't work. Oh, that scared oh. me. Oh, wait. This is a celebration, America. Uh, It's not sad, we're happy. Yeah, I know, that's the thing, is like, we're on to bigger and better things. We hope that uh, you guys will join us along for the ride. Um, I know these guys will be there, and this is it. The end of an era and the beginning of a much greater one starts Monday. We'll see you there. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.